Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is Daily Devotion, Episode 83, Exodus, Chapter 36. Welcome to Daily Devotion. I'm your host, Cynthia Martin. Our goal each broadcast is to read the Word of God, comment, and pray the application of those truths to our lives in 15 minutes or less. All right, let's just take a moment and ask the Lord to open our eyes as we read the Word. Father in heaven, we honor you and we bless you today and we praise you for all that you are and all that you have done in our lives and all that you're going to do in the future. This morning, we ask you, Lord, as we open up your Word, that you would speak to us today. Open our ears to hear and our eyes to see and our spirit to understand what you would like to speak to us today in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, we're reading from the Bible in the basic English edition, and we are in Exodus chapter 36. We're reading through the Bible one chapter at a time, taking our time and just reading through because we really, uh, I believe personally that we do need to read through the Bible in a in a somewhat chronological manner so that we can see what God is building and what God is doing. So let's go ahead and start reading. So let Bezalel and Ohlab get to work and every wise hearted man to whom the Lord has given wisdom and knowledge to do whatever is necessary for the ordering of the holy place as the Lord has given orders. Then Moses sent for Bezalel and Ohlab and for all the wise hearted men who the Lord had given wisdom, even everyone who was moved by the impulse of his heart to come and take part in the work. And they took from Moses all the offerings which the children of Israel had given for the building of the holy place. And still they went on giving more of free offerings every morning. Then the wise men who were doing all the work of the holy place came from their work and, Moses, and said to Moses, the people are giving much more than it is needed for the work which the Lord has given us orders to do. So Moses made an order and had it given out throughout all the tents saying, Let no man or woman make any more offerings for this holy place. So the people were kept from giving more. For the material they had was enough and more than enough for all the work which had had to be done. Then all the expert workmen among them made the house with its ten curtains and the best linen, blue and purple and red. And they made them with winged ones worked by expert designers. Every curtain was 28 cubics long and four cubics wide and all the same measure. And five curtains were joined together, and the other five curtains were joined together. And they put twists of blue cord on the edge of the outside of the curtain of the first group, and on the same way on the outside of the curtain on the second group. Fifty twists on the one curtain, and fifty on the edge of the curtain of the other group, and the twists being opposite to one another. They made fifty hooks of gold, joining the curtains to one another with hooks, so that the house was made. And they made curtains of goat's hair for the tent. Eleven curtains were made. And every curtain was 30 cubits long and four cubits wide, all of the same measure. Excuse me. Five curtains were joined together to make one group and six curtains were joined together to make the other group. And they put 50 twists of cord on the edge of the outside of the curtain for the first group and 50 twists of edge on the outside of the curtain for the second group. And 50 hooks of brass for joining them together to make the tent. And they made a cover of sheepskins colored red to go over the tent and a cover of leather over that. 
And for the uprights of the house, they made boards of hardwood. The boards were 10 cubics long and one cubic and a half wide. Every board had two tongues fixed into it, and all the boards were made in this way. They made 20 boards for the south side of the house, and for these 20 boards, 40 silver bases, two bases under every board to take its tongues. And for the second side of the house on the north, they made 20 boards with their silver bases, two bases for every board. And for that west side of the house on the back, they made six boards and two boards for the angles at the black back. These were joined together at the base and at the top of one ring, so forming two angles. So there were eight boards and 16 bases of silver and two bases under every board. And they made rods of hard wood, five for the boards on one side of the house and five for the boards on the side of the house and five for the boards at the back on the west and the middle rod was made to go through the rings of all the boards from one end to the other. All the boards were plated with gold and the rings through which the rod were of gold and the rods were plated with gold. And he made all the veil of the best linen, blue and purple and red, worked with winged ones designed by expert workmen. For they made four pillars for it of hard wooden plated gold and they made hooks of gold and four silver bases. And they made a curtain for the door of the tent, the best of the linen and of the needlework of blue and purple and red, and five pillars for the curtain and their hooks and the heads of the pillars were gold and they were circled with beds of gold and their five bases were of brass. I imagine this was quite a sight, all these beautiful colors, all the best materials. And I think what's really cool about this whole chapter is what really stuck out to me today is that First of all, they were called, and the scripture says that those that um, their spirit was served, stirred, excuse me, they were stirred up to give to, um, to the project. And so, you know, God will move on people to do and give certain things if they're listening to the Lord, if they're dedicated to the Lord. So then in verse six, it says, and and they, the workmen came and said to Moses, the people are giving much more than what's needed for the work. And, you know, there's where I got I got thinking, you know, sometimes we get so caught up in stuff. It takes away from the work that we're doing. Can you imagine if they had so much stuff? Now, here's an imagination uh, going here. They had so much stuff they would spend their time trying to organize and keep track of their stuff more than doing the work. And I think that happens a lot, especially in ministry and life. We're so worried about accumulating and organizing and caring, and we, we, we do it almost under the guise of stewardship. Well, we have to have good stewardship over what is given to us. And I think that's true. Don't get me wrong. I don't think that we need to be flippant with the things that the Lord has given to us. But I think sometimes we have so much stuff that we're so consumed with our stewardship that we don't have time to do the work of the Lord. And I just want to, you know, point that out to make sure that you are doing what God has for you to do when he has for you to do it, that you're giving when you need to give and only what you need to give. And then not only do you um, only give what you need to give, but I think it's important that we remember that when we take more than what's necessary, we need to be very careful that we don't get into a place of hoarding. And what I mean by hoarding is when we have more than what we need, that is hoarding. And so what's connected to hoarding? And I personally believe that um, the spirit of poverty is hooked to hoarding. And what that means, for you if you've never ran into that before is a spirit of poverty will um, 
envelop you with fear and make you believe that you have to provide for yourself. It will make you feel like you're afraid you're going to run out. So you will hoard just in case in the future you might need. So it's a real spirit that really works with the spirit of mammon. It's the opposite side because it really doesn't promote us. It doesn't allow us to move into all that God would have for us, but it keeps us back and tied up in that fear. And here again, we're all worried about the stewardship and keeping what we need in case we need it for the future rather than trusting God for our future. And so that's what I saw today when I was reading through that. So let's just ask the Lord to show us if there's any place in our life in which this may be operating. So Father, we thank you for your word today. And Lord, I ask that you would just move on my life, Lord. God, I ask you to uh, help me as I do some introspection, Lord, that you would come, Holy Spirit, that you would come and that you would help me to see the things that maybe I've amassed or hoarded or kept thinking that I needed it for the future rather than worrying about what future you would have for me, Lord, as I'm planning out uh, things that maybe you're not in the midst of. God, I ask that you would show me there are, there are things in my life, in my, my home, in my uh, file cabinets, in my books, Lord, that I've just kept that uh, has become more of a hoarding, that, God, I would be able to release those things and allow you to lead and guide me in my future and provide for me. Father, I thank you that even in this example, that when you want a work done, you send what is needed for that work. So Lord, I ask that you'd make that true in our lives. It is true, Lord, but make it true to us. Lord, make it true to me. Make it true to those who are listening even more that you will provide for what we need in our day-to-day lives and also to support your work. So, Father, we just love you today, and we thank you for your word, Lord, that it's alive and it's living and it's applicable today. In Jesus' name, amen. So, thank you for listening today. I'm Cynthia Martin, and you can find out more about me at realliferevised.com. I invite you to go to the website and check that out. There is a section on our free our membership site that I'm offering for free right now. It's a special. If you hear this uh, when it's released, uh, it is on special right now. You use the coupon special. It's normally the, the free or not the free section. The, the basic section is normally $9.99 a month, but I'm offering that for um, free for uh, as long as you register with special. So as long as you're, as you're registered, when I raise the price again, you'll still be able to stay into that section of the membership site. As I add to that um, on a pretty much sometimes weekly, but for sure monthly basis. So next time we're going to be discussing on Exodus chapter 37. And until then, may you be filled to overflowing with his presence, his peace, his protection and his purposes as we commit ourselves to know him through daily devotion. Have a blessed day. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.